Welcome back to Real and Raw with Ben Taylor. Um, This is your host as I dive in this week, going back over things that I've learned over the past week. Join me as I jump into the different revelations and lessons that I've learned inside of stacking, inside of going through the mental reframing process that I've had to do in order to continue to grow and develop myself on a day-to-day basis. This process has been long. This process has been intense. And part of the whole goal of this podcast is just to be able to share and be able to show, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm exposing in my own life on a day-to-day basis. And if this helps, my goal is that it provides just an opportunity and a space for you to be able to say, hey, what else do I need to be learning, exposing, and growing in my own life? So, Diving right in, I'm mainly going to be going through some of my prayer stacks, which is oftentimes some of my biggest stacks that I have on a day-to-day basis. And so jumping back on this past Monday, diving in, there was a piece of just walking into the stack saying, hey, I'm encouraged because I've been focused so much on just this connection piece of like, how do I actually figure out how to connect with God? And there's been this piece in trying to do this connection where I'm like, oh, maybe if I do this, I'll have this connection. Maybe if I do this, then I'll be open up. And there was a piece that I started to get to a place where I was like, wait a second, this is like my fault. Like I'm doing something wrong. I haven't been connected. Like there's this like division. There's something that's happened here. And I got hooked on this piece of like, I want to be able to drop into meditation and find this connection. When in reality, a lot of it doesn't come down to holding on to this. Like there's a piece where I felt like I was holding on to it, almost like it being an idol of like, this is something that I have to have. And so I even wrote down here, I was like, I can't be so locked in to like hearing, to seeing like the words from you as I am the experience of you guiding me through all of life. Right now, life has been hard with the scarcity mindset. I've been struggling with it all and I've been trying to eradicate it and work through a lot of this, but there's also part of it, just the real and the constant struggle as I show up on a day-to-day basis. And I wrote down as well, it's like, I don't want to be locked into hearing you, like hearing from God from just one aspect. I'm not able to hear you in other ways. I don't know why meditation just seemed to disappear. My meditation used to seem like really connected. And then it seemed like it just kind of like vanished. I didn't stop doing it, but it seemed like it started to like vanish for a period of time of it being as connected. It doesn't seem to because I'm because I'm doing something wrong at all, but that could just be part of it. Like, I don't know. I see there's so many things that could affect this. So there's me like kind of going back and wondering like what is affecting me on a day-to-day basis? Like how do I continue to do this? So part of my whole journey with meditation, it used to be something that I just did for the longest period of time. And then it got to be something where I got to a place where I started like getting into a place of understanding, hey, I'm actually connecting more than what I've ever connected. Like I started to see stuff, to experience stuff, to envision stuff, like different things like that. And then I started being like, oh, this is going to be it. This is how I'm going to continue to connect. And then all of a sudden it started going away. And so that's like a piece that I have to be able to sit in a pocket and trust that no matter what's happening, no matter what's going on, I'm okay with it. Like no matter what's happening in my life, I'm okay with just saying I can just continue moving forward. So I have to be able to trust that I know what's going on, that God is working. Like either way, if I don't know how this is working, like I have to just continue moving forward. So some of my podcasts recently, we've talked about like closing the door, right? We've talked about closing the door in different aspects of my life, different things that I need to shut. And over the past bit, like I've been closing the door more and more on different things in my life. One has been fear, one has been scarcity. 
And I don't think there's like this magical formula. Like I don't think there's a magical formula to trust God more. If there was, like that'd be nice. That'd be great. Like I thought I was already trusting, but then if all of a sudden I step into this piece of scarcity, I'm like, wait a second, like this is hard, this is difficult. How am I actually going to do this? And so I wrote down fear will always come between you and me. Fear is a powerful and a wonderful tool when used correctly. It can bring uh, your perspective back to me. Do not make, do not mistake it for only being something that is toxic. A healthy fear of me is a good thing, but it's also just not all that I am either. So just understanding this whole fear and peace with God. I was like, that makes sense. I see it. How do I trust you more in the midst of all this? I know it is what I need to do, and I'm proclaiming it and trusting at the same time, but I feel like I'm drowning. How do I get through this? And what I wrote, kind of the answer, you have to put the thoughts back to me again over and over. If you do not, then you will get stuck. It has to be a conscious effort that you have to have in order to put your thoughts and heart back to me, God, like over and over. So like thinking about this, it brought up just the same piece that I've been talking about, thinking about inside of 2024, and that's bringing gratitude to the table. Understanding like I have to show up with an immense amount of gratitude than what I've ever had before. And so it's been been really wild. So Monday is the day where I have a lot of different meetings. I meet with my counselor on Monday. And a lot of times we see different breakthroughs that happen. And it's been really fascinating of everything that's open up. So I have a stack that I did on Tuesday after my session on Monday. So give me a time to like process, start working through stuff. And I like walked into it. I was like, I was surprised. I was overwhelmed, encouraged. It was wild. It was exciting. The, the yesterday's session was really wild. I feel at times I'm working on all the inner stuff um, and all of this is just going away like piece by piece. I know this will help me more in the long term and it will help me work through stuff better long term, but it's still a long and a painful process. I'm excited each week at breakthroughs and connections to the things that are opening up, blessings and then closing other doors in my life. And so it was really interesting walking into my session. So I meet with a different therapist every, I mean, I meet with a different like therapist counselor like every other week. So I have two and right now I alternate between the two. They have different modalities. They have different systems and all of this, I meet with one. I have these like breakthroughs that open up and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Then I meet with another one. I kind of process it, have different breakthroughs and it just kind of goes back and forth. So I stepped into the one and we stepped into this piece of scarcity. And scarcity has been this piece that I've been trying to work on, especially during the month of January. It's just been something that has overwhelmed my mindset and has made me reactive, made me frustrated. And so we started off like going into this being like, okay, we're gonna look and close the door of scarcity in my mind, in my heart. This is something I've already been working on the week before. And so it's interesting. So we step into this place of like, okay, let's see if we can actually envision the door. So I did. And when I envisioned the door, the thing that was really interesting is it was this like black door and there was like these branches of a tree that were almost like coming out of it. And the branches of the tree coming out of it, uh, it was kind of like a Halloween idea. It was like dark, foreboding. And we started work on the door to be able to see what's actually going through there. Now, this is something where it gets like wild. It gets kind of crazy because like we're going through this and all of a sudden she just asked me out of the blue. She's like, do you know anything about Freemasons? And I'm like, nope like i have no clue like i don't know anything really about them. i mean i know they're like a hidden organization or whatever but i have no clue about anything about it and it was super weird and so she asked me but when she asked me there was like this weight like it was all of a sudden like inside my chest i was all of a sudden woof, like there was like a weight there and i was like holy cow what is going on like i could feel it energetically it was heavy like fear but then almost like a war that was waging inside me we asked if there was anything in my past and went back to see 
I went back to ask. So like kind of in the moment, we walk through different modalities. I'm like asking out loud, okay, if there's something inside me. And when I did, I like stuttered. And that never happens when I'm like in the moment, like working through this. And so I was like, okay, something's actually here trying to hold me back from actually asking this question. And so it was interesting because the night before I'd been on a live on YouTube and I'd just been doing it on my phone in the kitchen, just going through and someone randomly asked me that. Like they asked me about it and I was like, super weird. I was like, I don't know anything about it. Again, super weird. So it was really interesting that like therapists just like brought it up randomly. And so going into this, I was like, I had no knowledge about it and it was brought up twice. So it was seeming really weird. So we had to go through it on getting rid of it. And so at this point, we're trying to look back at being like, do I know of anyone in my family? Do I know anyone generationally? And I'm like, no, don't know of anything. Don't know anything in my lineage. And so we literally step into different modalities to forgive and to renounce any agreement that was made with any previous generations to actually get rid of this. And this actually took a while. Like the whole therapy session was like an hour and a half or something like that. But like it took a while to actually like break whatever tie was there. I could feel it. It was like this heavy like weight like warring inside of me. And so going through all of this, it was like fascinating. It was it was very unique. Every time I meet with her, it is a unique situation where something gets brought up that I am not expecting at all. And then it's like, how do I actually deal with it? How do I actually work through it? Sometimes it's these like breaking agreements, trying to figure out what is actually in there that like I have no clue. So it was also interesting how everything correlates. So today, when I was doing this stack on this past Tuesday, I was reading uh, in Genesis about like Jacob wrestling with God, or at least like what he identified as God at that point, right? Um, And inside of this, he's wrestling with God to gain a blessing for himself and his family and all. This is interesting because when you think about it, um, it would first seem like the whole process is very selfish. Like, why hold on to God till he gives a blessing? And so when I thought on this, I remember going back into meditation. And one of the things that broke me, what broke was me saying, hey, I'm not going to stop fighting in my mind that one day till I broke out of the prison of my mind so I could actually step into meditation. Like there was this frustrating piece where I felt like, hey, I'm not getting stuff out of meditation. I'm not letting go kind of a thing. But I fought my way out of this so I could actually drop in. And today was no different. In fighting through some of this stuff inside of meditation, I know that it doesn't always work that way, but I kept doing it in order to step into connection with God. It's the only way. No, uh, no, not at all that I see now. Sorry, I'm reading my stack and sometimes my words are just like block because I'm like in the moment. But this is the steps that I'm taking to draw closer to him. What I know right now is that meditation has to go to the 20 minutes daily. It can't be less than that. I'd like been experimenting of like, hey, let me go to 15 minutes. And I was like, maybe this will still connect me. This work. No, not at all. So even after this stack, I'm now back at 30 minutes. Uh, Today was closer at 30 minutes. There was a lot of stuff going on inside. So at this point, I'm like, I know this is what I need to do. This is how I need to keep growing and developing. Um, uh, let's see. This stack is like really long, so we'll probably skip some of this so we can continue move, moving forward. But all of this has been opening and closing doors, like closing doors in my life. So like closing the door to shame, uh, closing the door to scarcity, closing the door to fear, closing the door to lust, to sexual sin. Like all of these have been different modalities, different things that we've done inside of this therapy that if you've listened to some of the other episodes, like you've heard some of this of like how this has been difficult, but how this has also been like eye-opening of stuff that I've been doing. Inner work is super, super hard and super intense. Like a lot of times I go into different sessions and I'm not even expecting what's actually going on. And so this week has been interesting because in this process of releasing my hold on like meditation, oftentimes meditation opens up even more. 
And that's one of the things that was like super interesting was going back and actually the next day experiencing meditation to a whole nother degree. And so I'll read some of this. We'll see if it even makes sense to some people, but I'll read some of this to see where we're at. Um, based on what happened the other day with Christina, there was still the door of Freemasonry that was buried in my life and we closed that the other day. However, and wherever it came from, I have no clue, okay? Today, I remember walking back inside meditation and looking at the actual door. Like I could vision it, I could see it, it was closed. It was no longer bulging, like it was trying to get out and like it was still sealed shut. But I knew that this had to be buried. So I started to like build it in my mind, like bring wood, cement, like like everything around it, rebarb, like all this thing. I encased the door from top to bottom, continued to close it until it was like this giant like square and like this brick around the door. And so I remember when I was doing this work and I was talking with her, that she mentioned for like angels to protect me. And I knew that I was calling out when we were in the session. So I was sitting at my desk in the session and I could actually be envision like, hey, there's like four around me, like boxing me in. Some people are like, hey, this guy's weird. Well, this is my life, so get used to it. I called on them inside of the meditation on Wednesday. And I was like, hey, come stand by me. And so started to drop into a meditation that I haven't dropped into before, but I arrived at a location that I'd been at before, which is super interesting. And so in walking through, I'm gonna like skip some of this because it's gonna take a while forever. But walking through, I found myself back on a beach. I found myself walking along and I got to this canyon edge. Now I've been to this canyon edge before and it'd been this place where God had called me to speak, where God had called me to like proclaim and say, hey, go ahead and speak to people. And in doing this, it had been this evolving process of me developing who I actually am. And so it was interesting because when we got there, we got to the same place. And I was like, okay, this is when I accepted the calling. This is when I started to speak. This is when I started to know, hey, this is what I'm actually called to do. And so it was interesting. We sh- he showed me like, hey, this is like this original place, this original peak. And then we walked down a little bit farther and there was another one. And so he walked out onto this peak and he's like, okay, here's another way to be able to speak, like another angle or another niche in one sense. And I was like, okay, then we walked to another one. And so it was this illustration of like, hey, no matter how you do it, like he just wants me to speak. And then there's this really interesting, it was down farther, there was like this bigger, um, bigger mountain. Uh, let me try to find it here. Um, there's this bigger mountain. And so this bigger mountain, like it was taller, it was higher, but it was this peak of like, hey, you're supposed to go to this and you're supposed to actually speak here. And so as I went down, I was like, this is wild. So I saw this, here, let me read it here, okay? This brought me back to the canyon edge and the three different peaks that jutted out over the canyon. As I looked ahead, I saw one more peak. This one was different. It reached up high above all the other peaks and looked like a mountain on the edge of a cliff. There was a path that was going up the mountain that was steep with jagged edges and rain and lightning that was hitting the mountain. First, I thought, I'll just take a look at this next meditation. Like, I don't really want to deal with this right now. But I still had time, so I walked towards it. I started to climb up it. The wind whipped at me and the rain pelted my skin as I climbed up the mountain. When I got to the top, there was a place to stand that was flat. As I stepped into the flat area, my feet grounded to the stone almost like magnets so that the wind whipping at me no longer had an effect. I was secure in that place. Okay, and then this is all of a sudden where I started to realize this is where I'm supposed to speak from. And this is something that God had actually like spoke to me even like a month or two ago of part of the piece that I need to talk about more is the affairs, is me actually cheating. And I realized this and that inside this meditation, I was like, okay, this is actually where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be speaking about narcissism. Yeah, hundred percent because that's who I've been. That's how I've shown up. But I need to be speaking of like, this is what's happened 
because of it. Like this is the cheating, this is the affairs, all these things. And so it's interesting because then the following day I went on a live and all I do is I just open up and I just say, hey, this is what's been going on. Like this is how I've been showing up. This is how I cheated so many times. This is how I cheated five times in six years of our marriage early on. And so going into this, all of a sudden, like my feed just blew up in like a positive way. Like people are reaching out being like, help, like I need help with this. Like I just got cheated on all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I did not expect that at all. But it's kind of silly because when I look back at the meditation, when I look back at what I'm actually supposed to be doing, I'm stepping into this realizing, hey, this is the direction that I know I'm actually supposed to go. Like this direction that I know he's actually opened up for me to say, this is who I'm supposed to be. This is supposed to be the direction that I'm going. So every single day, it's like, how often will I actually listen and then actually hear? Like actually hear what's going on and then actually do what he's calling me to do. And so through the meditation, it was interesting because I have like this renewed sense of clarity of like where I'm at and what I need to do. And so I ended up doing the, the following day, I did another meditation. And when I stepped into this, the big lesson that I knew even coming out of meditation before I did my stack was I must step into the hate to release those in the most pain. This came out of the meditation and I don't want to forget it. So I started writing it down. And like in all of this, I realized that moving through this whole piece, like I had to start getting to the place where I was being more and more public about what I was communicating about my life, like all of my life. Like this has been a hard part for me in general, um, which sounds ironic because of some of the social medias I have. It's hard for me, one, to show like my wins. Like when life is going really well, it's hard to show my wins because then I'm, there's this fear at times of, uh-oh, how are people gonna perceive me? There's also at times like a piece where I've talked about a lot of the shit that's been in my past, but I haven't talked about it either in depth or I haven't talked about it to the degree where people actually understand a whole nother level of it. And so like walking back into this, I realized I need to be able to actually like work through this to a place where I'm seeing and I'm understanding how I'm gonna continue to move forward in the aspect that I'm communicating some of the deepest, darkest shit to be able to re release people that are stuck in it. Like, that's just what I've realized that I'm called to do. Like, eye-opening, and this is the direction that I'm supposed to go. And so this is all of these different, like, meditations and things I've been going through this week have just been simply eye-opening of establishing this is the direction that I need to go. This is the area that I need to go. This is how I need to show up. So it's really interesting. I got to a place where I went into another meditation the following day. So this is not, this is not always normal of, like, having these all these meditations. But um, as far as like what I'm getting out of them. So it's interesting. When uh, I dropped into meditation today, the, um, this time I went through the same steps but arrived at emotions. It took several things to the surface to get rid of them. When I went back to pick up the rock of fear, instead of swimming to the surface, it just pulled me farther into the darkness. I felt myself going down, down into the depths of myself. It was dark. It was hard to see anything. When I got to a resting spot, fear had broken into four rocks. Fear of not being worthy. Fear of others. Fear of myself fear of God. Those are the four rocks of fear that I had in my life and in my mind's eye at that point. I started to work at them backwards. There's no fear in God as a punishment and as an aggressive way. There's righteous fear and awe of who he is, but the fear that was there quickly went away. The fear of myself is eradicated by the daily basic work that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. Like these things that I do here bring me the confidence that I can work through the things that are holding me back. I can eradicate fear about myself by making the choices that do not cause fear. Fear of others and myself seemed harder to smash and to get rid of. I'm going to have a lot of people that will try to tell me who I am. 
I will have a lot of, I have a lot of, I will have many people that will try to define me and show me that I'm no good, that I'm not worthy. So there's going to be a ripple effect of people looking at me and saying a lot of things that make me feel like I have to be afraid of them or something. In reality, I don't, but that is the lie that they will try to sell me. This is what happens on social media when people start coming after me. This will happen well, with people that will not want to see me rise and grow, but stay stuck. I will see this happen over and over and over again. People are going to try to crucify me as I show the world who I am and as I change. Am I willing to have it happen so I can lead millions? I have to get over my insecure ego to help the people that are really in need. So all the people that want to hold me back by saying who I am or who I am not, fuck them. They don't know me. People will make more judgments about me in one video online than anything else. The last one, fear of being worthy. Here's the main one that I seem to deal with all the time. This is one of the biggest things that has impacted me and slowed me down a lot. This is stepping into abundance and this is being accepted for who I am and this is just my own belief of being worthy. So in this section, I went into my mind's eye of the door of abundance. There are doors that need to be closed and the doors that need to be open as well. So I went to the door of abundance and saw that it was locked, which is really interesting on this one. There are three combination locks on the door that I had to look to open it up. And these were the words, trust, inheritance, and favored. Then the door opened. I pushed the door open and stepped inside. Inside, there were silos. Each of them housed different things. One silo had money, one silo had joy, one silo had trust. The list went on and on. The reality hit me really quickly. Abundance is so much more than I thought. All aspects of abundance are unlimited. For instance, I could take something out of a silo, like a pie slice visually, and eat it, and that silo would be just as full as it always been, simply for the fact that it was never ending. There's unlimited supply of abundance for me inside the door of abundance. Imagine that. This is really interesting time to spend here getting used to it and seeing this. And so all of this is me trying to eradicate scarcity. So inside meditation, inside of stacking, inside of what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, it's how do I actually eradicate the stuff that is keeping me limited, the stuff that is keeping me stuck. This is really fascinating. So I'll keep going with this meditation. Then I was sitting on the beach with Jesus. There was this moment where he looked at me in order to transfer abundance and inheritance over to me. I felt resistance. This has, been a, this has been a typical thing, like resistance when people give me compliments, all this stuff. He made sure to let me know that if I didn't accept it, I was gonna struggle, and this is what I have to do because I have already accepted the calling. It's my inheritance. Nothing that I have or do or bring to the table, I just have to accept it. I just have to be willing. There's a part of me that said, I am scared to do this because if I do, what will happen to me? If I do this, how will I be able to continue to grow and rise? It will force me to change what I do or raise my prices or how I show up, whatever it might be. How do I work through this? The place that I am at, I don't see how, but that isn't for me to decide. That is for me to live and continue to grow myself. I do have to accept the blessing. Accepting it is hard. I don't know why. I think there's a part of me that is a shame habit. Like, I'm not allowed to accept this. I'm not good enough. I think there's an element of there being in my life still. Not active, but a passive habit filled with um, filled, filled way versus active against it. Fear will always try to control me. I have to be willing to confront it, deal with it, and not let it have power over me. Like... There's so much that's been packed in over this week of like working through abundance, working through fear, working through like the scarcity mindset, working through like all of these things. And there is a fear of me. Like there's a fear of how am I going to show up and what are other people going to think? Like that's been a really interesting dynamic. Like initially there is this fear of I'm worried about what other people are going to think about me. So let me put up a mask. And then now there's like a fear of, okay, what if people see me and I'm just 
100% authentic, like there's a fear of like, okay, they're going to think I'm this way or they're going to think I'm not changed or they're going to think I, whatever it might be. And there's this piece that I noticed that sometimes fear was, uh, fear this this past year had definitely been making me hold back on me showing my life, uh, of me showing, hey, like my relationship with my wife is so much different. Like she said the other, uh, she said around like Christmas time, she was like, you know, looking back at 2023, there was hard times, but like this has been the best year we've ever had. Like she was like excited about it. And that's not something that I post on social media. I just post my shit. I don't post like my wins because there's always been this like fear of like, oh, if I do this, then people are going to be like, oh, he's just a narcissist bragging. And at the end of the day, I'm like, no, like this is how I've been transformed and this is how my life is completely different. It's really interesting because sometimes people will get to the place where they will start to like attack me uh, because of how I've shown up in the past. And then they'll start attacking me because of how I'm showing up now. They're like, oh, well, now he's like showing up this way. And so, yeah, it's been been really interesting. So then I had another stack the other day where I was working through um, compartmentalization. So this is a new one. This is like combined with meditation. And the compartmentalization, I've always known that I compartmentalize. Like growing up, I didn't view it as compartmentalization. Uh, I just viewed it as having this giant warehouse in my mind and having um, these boxes. And so I'd have boxes that there would be people, there would be emotions, there would be different things inside those boxes and I would actually go up to it, open up the box, deal with the person inside, deal with the emotion inside, and then put it back in the shelf. And so I knew that I had this. And so it was really, really fascinating. So I went through this one meditation where I was like walking in and I was trying to go through this piece of the the boxes in my life. Like whenever I step into meditation, I never know what's gonna happen. So that's why that's why sometimes it's all like crazy at times. And so there's this piece of like stepping back in and starting to work through some of the boxes. Like there was a lot of different like shelves. There was a lot of different boxes there. And I'm actually trying to go through like mentally like open up and like let go boxes. And so this is really fascinating because different emotions come up, different feelings come up that like I haven't experienced or I haven't like dealt with in like a long period of time. And then like stuff started disappearing. Like it was almost like dealing with a box of emotions then had it start to vanish, then had it start to go away. And so basically throughout the whole meditation, throughout the whole experience, it boiled down to, I think it was like, uh, what was it, like 12 boxes. Um, It was hard to be able to identify. I don't even know like what all of them are. But it was almost like there was this piece of where I was able to get rid of a bunch of boxes. The other half of the boxes were like eradicated and then there's like these 12 boxes left. So it gives me like a purpose and direction of like, okay, this is the stuff I know I need to work on. Like this is the stuff I know the direction. Do I know all the names of the boxes? I don't. Um, and that's just stuff that I have to work on. And what I've seen inside of meditation and inside of stacking and inside of doing the hard work, like opening up and just trying to figure it out. And you're probably even listening to this in, you'll be like, what the hell is he even talking about? Uh, yeah, like it's all over the place. Um, but doing all this work has been really huge because there's different pieces that open up that sometimes I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why this is opening up. I don't even know why this is going on. And then I realize later that there's different pieces that are opening up that I'm like, oh, like this applies to something a little while ago. This applies to something a little bit farther ago. So yeah, so it's been really fascinating, really interesting. Uh, the last act that I that I was gonna like walk through a little bit was the other day, and that was actually stepping into um, meditation, and I was stepping into future. 
this is super interesting because they, there's always been this place that I can go inside meditation, which is, um, how do I always describe it? I describe it like, if you've ever heard of like Chronicles of Narnia, where there's all these like, in the woods, there's all these like pools and these pools are different memories. So you can like look in the pools and you can be like, oh, different memory, uh, past life kind of a thing. Um, like my life, not like reincarnation. And so like I'd go to these and I'd like look at them and there was like a dark section of there being like red, which was like shame and fear and guilt. And I've worked inside of that area of the woods as well. But then there's like a new section that was like a golden section. The golden section was like future wise. And so it was really, really interesting because walking into this, it was something that I'd never seen before. And so like started walking through this, I saw different like pools of memories that had not yet formed. Like one of them, like looking in the pool, one of them was like me on the playground with Sophia and uh, another kid. So I assume like our next kid um, running around. Uh, one was like a glimpse of like Kayla in labor with another child. Like it wasn't the second one, it was like a third one. Um, there's a, a one of us moving, uh, going to a bigger house. There's one of like storm clouds and rain. Like there's a bunch of different things. So it's like super interesting of like, okay, like there's something that's gonna continue like moving forward and continue going. and. The wild thing is like when I sit here now, I'm like, I could never imagine where I am now compared to where I used to be. Like life is so different. Life is completely different on so many different levels. So even like looking forward, I'm just like, where will I be? I have no clue. Uh, but it was super cool just to be able to see that and be able to walk through it. So there's this piece, I, I just wrote like a post today that's that's gonna get posted about like meditation. Like meditation has been probably one of the top like three or four things in my life that has absolutely transformed my life. Because each time I step into it, there's a different level of connection. There's a different level of like understanding. There's a different level of like me getting clear with myself. And sometimes people are like, oh, meditation is like weird stuff. And yeah, a lot of my meditations seem super weird now. And that's because like I've been doing it for so much. There's like different pieces that I've worked through. So meditation didn't used to seem so weird, but now it does because we're like specifically targeting and working on parts of me, like parts of me that need to die, parts of me that need to change, parts of me that need to be worked through. And so meditation has been one of the single biggest things. So when people ask like, hey, what has been like the most stuff that has transformed? Uh, God, therapy, meditation, and stacking. Like those are the four biggest things that have absolutely radically transformed my life because in changing how I think about things, in changing how I open up, in changing how I um, live, of changing how I like mentally process stuff has been absolutely insane. It's been absolutely insane. So if you don't already do a meditation practice or if you don't already start to do any type of meditation, I would highly encourage you to step into that. Um, be it guided meditation, listening to music, doing mantras, whatever it might be, but being able to step into a place where you can get clear about you. You can start to develop a connection with you. You can start to develop a connection with God because there's a lot of people that focus on, you just, uh, like when we talk about God, like a lot of people focus on like, well, let me just pray to God. And they just keep throwing stuff at God versus actually waiting for God to actually talk back or actually like listen. And so it's been really interesting of how much God has opened up my connection with him over this past year. A big part of that has been meditation. So today I felt we were kind of like all over the place. It was a little bit different um, just walking through. Next week we should be a little bit more on track and walking through some of my actual stacks, reading them a little bit more. But like I just wanted to be able to share, these are some of the things that I'm working through on a week-to-week -week basis. 
Like this is some of the 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 wild stuff, the crazy stuff, the the inner work, the deep shit that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. And so understanding that every single day I'm committed to this is how I'm showing up for me. Not for my wife, not for my kids, not for anybody else, but for me. And then me being able to say, hey, this is me just publicly declaring it, explaining it, putting all my craziness out there for other people to be able to say, okay, let me think about that too. Let me step into that too. Let me wonder, hey, how can I process? How can I work on this too? So if you're thinking about it today, like step into meditation, see what actually opens up for you because you'd be surprised. A lot of times when people start getting really clear, with themselves, it comes out of a stillness. It comes out of a silence. It comes out of a a quietness of the mind. And so that's part of the journey that I'm on, just working and developing that. So anyways, hopefully this spoke to you. Hopefully this didn't make, hopefully this made more sense than just being like wild and crazy. Uh, We'll be back next week uh, with Real and Raw with Ben Taylor. If you haven't listened to some of the other episodes, uh, we have a really awesome one that that showcased shame and like me working on rewiring the thought process of shame uh, and a couple other ones that we've done that have really targeted specific things, not been as random as the one today. But anyways, check it out. It's Real and Raw with Ben Taylor. If you haven't already, hit like, subscribe, rate, review, because I'd love to be able to have you just share this with someone else who it might benefit from. Uh, and share this just thinking through how can you continue to grow and develop you in regards to meditation.